And hello everyone and welcome to our program, The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. I'm Big Batista, along with my co-host, Nathan Jones, and we're transmitting live from our station. And hopefully you can stay tuned to today's program as we're going to be talking about Revelation chapter 19, talking about the Bride of Christ ready to go. So, of course, we have our lines open as well as those of you that are following us on social media. Feel free to post your comments for us there, and uh, we would love to be able to chat with you. But before we continue, I'm going to ask Nathan Jones if he will open us up with a word of prayer. Lord Jesus, we thank you so much that you love us like a husband loves his wife. How spiritually, Lord, you seek one day to be reunited with us. And Lord, we look forward to that day. We pray that you'll open up the scriptures so we may understand the best. And Lord, that we may love you with all our hearts. In your precious name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Again, you're tuned into our Truth to Set You Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Big Batista and Nathan Jones, as we're talking about the Bride of Christ, ready to go. So listen, for those of you that are tuned in, remember our lines will be open. We'd love for you to be part of the program. And today's program is sponsored by Calvary Brower, Calvary D'Aventura, and the Truth to Set You Free Ministry. And you can find more information here on www.twave.tv. If you find yourself in the Aventura Hollandale area, we'd love for you to come and visit us. Check us out. More information, you can call us at 305-992-9537. And of course, before we continue, I'm going to welcome my co-host, Nathan Jones, to our program. Nathan, it's great to have you on. Great to be on, brother. Thanks for another great study ahead. I'm excited. I'm so excited, Nathan. And I, I, I don't know, but uh, I always say this every week, how quickly... Uh, the weeks go, but I'm always happy to hear what God is doing in Texas, in the ministry there, Nathan. And of course, we oftentimes have uh, viewers that are new to the program. And Nate, would you be able to share just briefly regarding the ministry and your contact information, just in case someone out there is new and they don't know much about Christ in Prophecy and Lamb Lion Ministry? Oh, certainly. Uh, well, again, my name is Nathan Jones. I'm an associate evangelist and web minister with Lamb Lion Ministries. We're a Bible prophecy teaching ministry whose mission it is to proclaim the soon return of Jesus Christ. Folks can check us out on our website at lamblion.com or christinprophecy.org. Uh, you probably are familiar with our show, Christ and Prophecy, with Dr. David Reagan. It's broadcast on networks all over the world. Check us out online. The shows are there, too. And we have many articles, social networks, a newsletter you can sign up. You can it. We want to help you grow in God's prophetic word. Ooh, praise the Lord. Nathan, thank you so much for sharing that information. And of course, um, take advantage of all these incredible resources so that you can grow in your knowledge of the Lord. So Nathan, I, I really love your website. Uh, I'm looking at a picture of you right now, and you are walking some dogs. Can you talk to me about that? What, what's going on there? Uh, well, besides uh, the half-hour TV shows that we produce, uh, we also have a shorter video series called The Inbox, Answers for the End Times. They're five to eight minute long videos that have little Bible teachings. And uh, the one you're looking at is our late number, oh, I think it's 13 now. It answers the question, do pets go to heaven? Popular question many Christians want to know. And uh, so we've all the teaching there. And so instead of someone reading it, which we can definitely give written answer, we do have a good article on our website about that, but we also, for those who are visually learners, visual learners, we want to give them a good one. Get on our website, ChristinProphecy.org. 
Uh, we have a video right there on the homepage you can click through. And if you want to know if you're to go to heaven, I'll tell you what the Bible has to say about it. <laughs> I love it, Nathan. Thank you so much. And of course, for those of you that are watching us live, you can check that out there. A great job, Nathan. I really love the um, creativity with all these inboxes that you do. And it's just a world of information for anyone that wants to grow in the knowledge of the Lord. But Nathan, that people have some legit questions. And there's a lot of people wondering what happens after I die, what happens to my pets. Uh, and you always tackle everything, Nathan, from a biblical point of view. That's what I love about it. Oh, praise the Lord. Yeah, we have quite a number of different topics that we have, have covered over time. And we've covered why study Bible prophecy. Can we trust the Bible? Will Jesus rule the earth for a thousand years? Uh, is Jesus the only way to heaven? Uh, big topics that people ask about the end times. And, and so as we made it fun to make them, I, I think that one of the things that we should think about when we educate people is that we should also entertain them. It should be fun to learn. And we shall also enlighten them so that they uh, come out knowing Jesus Christ better and uh, their walk with Christ is deeper. So educate, entertain, and enlighten, I believe, are the three E's to teaching. I love that. And, of course, I, I think, Nathan, you, you these uh, videos to such a... And everybody is into short clips, right, Nathan? People today, they can't seem to... Uh, if anything is over a half hour, they sort of tune out. <laughs> yeah, we're... we're are so geared down in this age to consume so much mass information that we need it all bite-sized. Unfortunately, that makes us a mile wide and an inch deep. And You hear a lot of people arguing on the Internet who are arguing based on they've read the headlines but not the actual content with it. And uh, So, man, it can get pretty vicious out there as people uh, are uh, arguing about things that they haven't read through. So uh, I tried to pack those videos with as much information as possible so that uh, they can learn in a short amount of time. That is fantastic. Well, thank you so much for sharing those resources, Nathan. And again, for those of you that are watching and listening, take advantage of these resources. These things are fantastic. And Nathan, also briefly, you have a conference coming up in July. Just briefly, can you talk to us about that? Yeah, well, uh, we have an annual conference our ministry hosts. Uh, this year, it's uh, July 14th and 15th here in the Dallas area. Folks, uh, they can come to it. They register now on our website, lamblion.com or christandprophecy.org. The theme is living with hope in the end times and uh, folks can also watch it by streaming and uh, we'll have it on our website free if people can stream it if they can't make it out we'd love to have you come out to dallas be here in person i mean there's nothing that substitutes right. being there in person but if uh, you can't make it then just visit our website on july 15th and you can uh, be there with us we'll have great speakers and between the speakers i'll also interview different people and uh, asking your questions you might have directly for the speakers. Mm, that is fantastic. So, Nathan, thank you for sharing that. And I, I'm just very excited for all the wonderful things that God is doing with the ministry. Nathan, I'm also excited about uh, our topic for today. As we see the uh, preparation uh, of the church, we see the resemblance there between the church, uh, the bride of Christ. And, uh, Nathan, let me ask you, if you don't mind, just a personal note. Uh, how long have you been married? You have children, your wife's name? Well, I've been married, uh, can you believe it, going on 21 years this year, uh, almost as long as you. Uh, my wife's name is Heather, and I have three children, uh, all teenagers. So wow. I'm getting up there. Man, I remember when they were first born, and church had different Sunday school groups, and one of the Sunday school groups was parents of teenagers. I thought, man, those people are old. And I'm that old parent. I've got teenagers. And I know people who, who have kids in college or they're empty nesters, and that's my future, so 
up to the rapture of the church, taking away. Now, when I say church, I mean all those who put their faith in Jesus Christ as Savior during the church age, that time period, are called the bride of Christ. And we have been taken up to heaven, and there we are with God before uh, the punishment that God puts his wrath upon the world. And as we read through the other chapters in Revelation, we read through the 21 judgments that God puts on the earth Mm. to punish those who rebel against him, but to get people on their knees, to uh, make it really hard like when it's difficult, that's when we turn to God, and multitudes will come out of the tribulation believing in Jesus as Savior. Now, this is the victory. Jesus Christ is coming back. And so all those in heaven are celebrating the second coming of Jesus Christ is about to have it happen, and all the people in heaven are singing and praising God, hallelujah, and salvation and glory and power belong to the Lord of God. He is defeated who's called the great harlot, that's the Antichrist world system. Mm-hmm. He's the one world ruler of the earth during that seven-year tribulation. And so there's 24 elders who sit on little thrones around Christ's throne, or God's throne. And uh, there's also four special angels called seraphim, or the living creatures. They're worshiping in front of God, too. So what we're seeing here is a scene from heaven. Yeah. And all of heaven praises God for his victory over the Antichrist, and in preparation for Jesus' second coming to the earth. Praise the Lord. So, Nathan, you gave us over 2,000-year history right there in one minute. (laughs) And I'm exhausted already. (laughs) That's a whole book of Revelation right there. For those of you that just tuned in, you're tuned in to the Truth of Central Free Bible Prophecy TV Radio Edition. Nick Batista, Nathan Jones, as we're talking about the Bride of Christ and a quick overview of the book of Revelation there. Nathan, that is fantastic. But you're right, there's a lot of history, a lot of things that took place, and there is cause for celebration in heaven, right, Nate? Oh, there is, there is. I mean, we're talking about the worst of all times. It's a, it's considered, uh, Jesus said, it was the worst in all, all of history. No time would be like it. It's like the flood where God poured out his wrath upon an evil world to punish it for its sins and purify it. So, too, the tribulation is a trial by fire. It's mm. seven years, 21 judgments, where God judges the world. And we're talking about wars and famines and plagues and death and demons running amok and persecution mm. and uh, the two-thirds of the Jewish people uh, in the second Holocaust killed by the Antichrist. It's an awful, awful time period. The ecology of the world will be destroyed. Right. The waters, the land, mountains will fall, the cities will crumble. The earth will be almost destroyed, and that That's is it. when finally the Antichrist takes his arm and tries one last push in Jerusalem and kill every Jew that's out there. And that's where Jesus Christ is ready to return with his saints, his armies, Ooh. and defeat them. So what we are, it's actually heaven celebrating before yeah. Jesus actually fulfills and accomplishes the defeat of the Antichrist, the fall of prophet and Satan. So, it's a it's an ongoing victory, and I think all the victory is tied to that one word there in verse six, omnipotent. Mm. God is omnipotent. That means He's all powerful. Nothing can defeat Him. He is the top guy. He is the strongest of the strong. Nothing can beat Him. So already heaven is celebrating Ooh. because the Lord God reigns. Praise the Lord, Nathan. Thank you so much. And again, that's what we're excited about today's program. And that's why we're excited to let you know that this is your future. Those of you that have placed your trust in Jesus Christ, exciting things are ahead for you. Nathan, verse 7 talks to us about this marriage of the Lamb that has come. Can you clarify to us? Can you talk to us about 
the marriage of the land also, and, and, and what exactly that is a reference to and what exactly that is all about for someone who's maybe out there and is not very familiar with this uh, topic, if you will. Certainly. Well, remember that. Let's go back to the beginning. Adam and Eve. Adam and Eve had a relationship with God. They could walk with him. They could talk with him. They had fellowship with him. They saw God face to face. There was nothing between them to separate them until Adam and Eve rebelled against God. They disobeyed it. That's when sin entered the world. And then a pure, holy God and a sinful, dirty, fallen mankind could no longer fellowship anymore. In all of history, is about God getting us back to the Garden of Eden. Well, he does it in segments. And one of those segments is the Bride of Christ, the Church, that Jesus Christ died on the cross for our Mm -hmm. sins. And when we put our faith and trust in him, our sins are forgiven, we are saved, and then we become a member of what's called the Church. I'm not talking about a denomination. I'm not talking about the Catholic Church. I'm just saying the Church Universal. uh, Every Christian is part of that. And one day we will be reunited with Jesus Christ. It's like a wedding. It's a, a, we get and walk and talk and have fellowship with Jesus forever. Now, the Old Testament saints, those who put their faith in God, uh, are still waiting to have that the fellowship with God, and they'll be resurrected at the end of the tribulation. There'll be those who get saved during tribulation. They're called the tribulation saints, and they will be resurrected at the end of the tribulation as well. So it's all getting humanity bit by bit back to reconciliation with God. So the church is represented as a bride. And man, when you married Maureen, how did she look? Oh, she looks stunning. She still does, thank the Lord, Nathan. But in that That's day, <laughs> she's watching, so I got to be good. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but actually, she still does. And uh, But you're right, that is a special day. Uh, uh, you know, just, just uh, in the anticipation. And then, uh, you know, our wives, of course, uh, they prepare themselves so beautifully. So many details in the wedding. And, and it's just a moment to uh, remember through all history. So it was a wonderful day. Oh, yes. I still remember when I was waiting at the end of the aisle of the church and the doors open. It was a beautiful, sunny day. And, you know, when you're backlit, it's kind of boring. So my wife showed up in her white dress, kind of like the picture you have behind you there. And her father was in his full police uniform, and he looked so dapper, and he had her on one arm. And he looked like an angel, and I was, I was taken aback. I remember, like, oh, my goodness, I'm marrying this woman? I can't believe it. And, and then she started walking down the aisle. I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm getting a little nervous and all that. And I would then be united with my wife, the love of my life for the rest of my life. And God uses that symbol, that analogy, a bride is supposed to be pure and virgin and holy. And that's what the white dress represents. Yeah. And therefore, she will be united with her husband. And that's the imagery that the Bible uses to say that Jesus Christ will be united with his church. And, you know, I'm not talking about sexually. People are like, oh, oh, oh. no, we're, we're not, um, there's not any sex involved. We're, right. it's, it's about symbolism. We're, we're pure and holy. Jesus loves us. We love Jesus Christ. And we will be united to him as a, uh, as a God and, and his children. And that's so right. that's what we're looking for, to, to be with Jesus Christ forever. And that's one of the three things that happens while the church is up in heaven. Mm. And Nathan, I'm, very, I'm so glad that you share those incredible details so that people can understand. I, I like what you share also in terms of what the church is collectively, uh, who we are. And uh, sometimes when you say the church, 
uh, people just, for whatever reason, think about a building, uh, you know, and, and, and maybe a steeple, whatever the case might be. But in this case, we're talking about a group of believers in Jesus Christ from, uh, from history, from different types of historical points. Right, right. Uh, a brother in Christ could be a, a monk from 600 AD. That's right. Who's also uh, friends with uh, Huguenot from uh, 1300 <laughs> AD. And, you know, a sister pilgrim from 1600 AD. And we're all brothers and sisters. We're all, we're all widowed from the earth, uh, so to speak. You know, when you harvest, you get rid of the tares and you collect the wheat. And, and the church is a collection of of a remnant of people who believe in Jesus Christ as Savior, winnowed yes. from the earth, so that God spends eternity with the people who want to spend eternity with them. And that's we it's a choice. Yes. We're not robots. We have free will. We can choose Christ or not. And we have chosen him and, and he made the way possible by his death on the cross. Mm. And therefore we are united with Jesus Christ. And that's one of the three things that we do while during that seven year tribulation is raging on the earth in heaven when we are raptured up to heaven. Uh, we will first have the judgment of the just. That's where it's like report card time. Yes. We get our reward for the, event, the, the good works that the Lord did through us. And uh, so uh, that's where we'll get our, our robes and crowns and new names and, and all the position that's involved in getting this reward. We'll have a marriage celebration of the Lamb. It's called the Marriage Supper of the Lamb, where we have a big celebration of being reunited with Jesus Christ. And then the third thing is we're reading in chapter 19 here is that we prepare to go with Jesus yes. back to the earth and watch Jesus defeat uh, evil and the enemy. And so those are the three main things we know we'll be doing during those seven years that we're in Oh, Nathan, that is fantastic. Again, for those of you that maybe just tuned in, you tuned in to The Truth Will Set You Free, Bible Prophecy TV, Radio Edition, Big Batista, Nathan Jones. As we're talking about the Bride of Christ in Revelation chapter 19, focusing on verses 7 through 8. So again, for those of you that are following us live on social media, we see a number of you tuned in there in uh, Facebook and the like. Actually, I see Nathan, my sister Ada from New York, the Bronx, is actually there live with us. So I want to say hello to those of you that are following us. And uh, praying for us. And this is a very, uh, very important subject matter and one that is very encouraging. Uh, you know, Nathan, uh, one of the things too that I noticed there that I thought was uh, uh, really important, it says, and his wife has made herself ready. And I think the question will be, how can one uh, get ready uh, for the Lord, Nate? Well, uh, first aid answers your question. And to her, it was granted to be arrayed in fine linen, bright and clean. And now we're not talking about clothing, although there will be new clothes, robes, white and clean. For the fine linen is the righteous acts of the saints. Mm. And righteous acts of the saints are made possible because Jesus Christ died on the cross. Yes. When we accepted him in faith, then we are saved. And then the Holy Spirit dwells on us and works sanctifying us throughout the rest of our lives, culminated when we are taken unto heaven, either by death or the rapture. Mm. We use our earthly bodies, we get our new heavenly glorified bodies. And then we are pure and clean. We are now ready. We are like a bride prepared for the room. Now, clean and pure, we no longer have the sin nature. You know, Nathan, I'm glad that you clarified that because sometimes people think that there's something that they can do, that there's some works, that there's something to get ready. But as you made clear here, our works are filthy rags, right? <laughs> yeah, Isaiah, I believe, is the one who, or is Elijah, yeah. said that, that our works are like filthy rags. Uh, can do a lot in our lives. We could be all Mother Teresa's, but yeah, right. the only work that matters in our life in the end is the saving work of Jesus Christ. Yes. Accept Christ's work on the cross, 
or did we reject it? Because there'll be a time coming where God will have a great white throne judgment at the very end of time. Yeah. And all those who rejected God will be judged like we are based on our works. But without the one work that matters, accepting Jesus' work on the cross, they will be found guilty because their sins are still unforgiven, mm-hmm. and the punishment is eternal death and hell. And we don't want anyone, you and I don't want anyone to go to hell. We want the worst serial killer to accept Jesus Christ as their Savior and be saved and be purified and cleansed and made holy and to live with God forever in heaven. Absolutely. And you do that by accepting Jesus Christ as the Son of God in faith, praying from your heart, mm. Dear Jesus, please forgive me of my sins yes. and be my Lord and Savior. Mm. And that is the work that matters. And then once you accept the work, it becomes yours. The guilt of your sins falls on Jesus Christ. And when God looks at you, He says, He is pure and clean, the bride of Christ. Woo! Absolutely. Nathan, thank you so much for sharing that. Listen, for those of you maybe that are watching and listening, and you place your trust in Christ through faith, we will also love to hear from you. And if you want more information, again, how to grow in your relationship with the Lord, feel free to give us a call at 305-992-9537. We'd love to share with you uh, resources and how you can continue to grow with the Lord. But I think, Nathan, you made a good point. It's not by our works, but it's faith in trusting in Jesus Christ. He makes us white. He makes us pure. He makes us clean. When he said at the cross, it is finished. He paid for our sins, past, present, and future, as we confess it to Him. And then He grants us eternal life. So it's not by our works, but it's by trusting in the Lord. So Nathan, I'm so excited that that is an opportunity that is offered to everyone. And it's not just to certain people, but it's to all who come. And I love it because the Bible says that they will be made white, pure, uh, and clean. And we're talking about that day of marriage, right, Nathan? This is why oftentimes in marriages, people, uh, the women, they're dressed in white, right? Oh, yeah, the, the white represents righteousness, the purity, their holiness. And, uh, you know, a bride could show up in dirty, grizzled clothes that are mud-splattered and moth-eaten. <laughs> and that would uh, be like us showing up before God. You know, there's so many people who say, well, I could get to heaven if I do good works, or mm-hmm. I'm just going to go on my own, or if my good works outweigh my ad, and then I can get into heaven. Not a, that is not a biblical teaching. Biblically, you must be pure and holy to be accepted into heaven. And the only way to be made pure and holy yes. is to be washed, as the, the term says, the blood of Christ. In other words, your your sins are washed away through Jesus' sacrifice on the cross. And that's when you're made pure and holy, and you can stand before the Father. Otherwise, we can't stand before the Father in our in our sin, in our, in our unholiness. The perfect, holy Father needs perfect, holy children to live with Him forever, just like the Garden of Eden. Ooh, excellent point, Nathan. What a wonderful... Um analogy there and again for those of you that are watching and listening we're coming up almost to the end of our program and time goes very quickly but listen we always want to let you know that even if the program is over you can always get a hold of us and uh, we would love to be able to pray with you and encourage you uh, especially if you just come to know Christ because God has a wonderful plan for your life and it's found in our relationship with Jesus Christ so we want to encourage you also continue to read the book of Revelation, but also make sure you also read Ephesians chapter 5, beginning on verses 21, as it relates to uh, Christ and the church, and you will be greatly encouraged. So Nathan Jones, I want to thank you so much for opening up these scriptures to us. We're very excited, and uh, hopefully, Lord willing, Nate, uh, we'll continue in this uh, encouraging topic for our viewers and listeners. So thank you for joining us for today's program, Nate. It's always great to have you on. Great to be on, brother. Thank you so much. Great topic. 
Awesome. And for those of you that are watching and listening again, even though our time has run out, uh, feel free to give us a call at 305-992-9537. We'd love to pray with you. But because our program is over, we also want to say to you, listen, keep your eyes on Jesus. And for those of you that are involved in relationships, for those of you that are married, I want to encourage you, pray for your marriage, pray for your spouse, and I thank the Lord uh, for this wonderful opportunity that he gives to us. And let us live it out uh, like the great example Let's love one another as Christ loved the church. So we want to thank you for tuning in. Vic and Nate saying goodbye. May the Lord bless you and keep you. May his face shine upon you. And we pray that you have a wonderful week. Have a great day.